Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Have you joined me for 100 Days to Change? Throughout the 100 days, I'm sharing how I'm overcoming all the discomfort that comes with change so that you can see how it's possible in your life too. I'll share my process and concepts that can be applied anywhere in your life to create positive change that lasts. And now is the perfect time to jump in as just yesterday, we kicked off a special week where we are recapping things from the first four weeks of 100 Days to Change. To join me on this journey and create lasting positive change in your life, request to join the Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash 100 days to change. And that's the number 100. Let's get started with today's episode. Episode number 52, Be the Light. Listen to what's going on right now, my friends. Homicide rates in major American cities saw historic increases in 2020, up 33%. And the rate has continued to increase in the first quarter of this year. Unruly, dangerous behavior by airline passengers in the U.S. has reached unprecedented levels. One group estimates it to be 20 times more than a normal year already this year. And the year's not even half over. It's gotten so bad, some major airlines are refusing to serve alcohol on flights. Violence and aggression seem to be at all-time highs in our modern world. What's driving this trend? I believe it all stems from a decline in our collective mental and emotional health, which is a result from the prolonged trauma, anxiety, and uncertainty that we have all had to face during the COVID pandemic. We've had a year where we've had to practice isolation and distance ourselves from others. We've had a year where we were constantly scanning the horizon for all the potential dangers to us and to our loved ones. For many, this had a direct negative impact on our health, mostly mental and emotional. And now that we're reconnecting, we don't know how to act civilly toward one another. People aren't processing and allowing the negative emotions they've endured this past year, so these resisted emotions are erupting out of them through anger and aggression. I believe the state of our health as a society, mental, emotional, and physical, has noticeably declined in general, and this is why we're seeing this. The question is, how much time is it going to take for this to change? The more this trend continues, the more difficult real change will become for many of us. So here's my question for you today. How do you think God would want you, would want each of us to respond to this? 
I'm pretty sure he would tell us that we need to be the light for others now more than ever. By picking others up, loving others more, helping them see there's a different way, being a light in their life no matter what else is going on around them. We know God's truth is that he calls us to be a light for others, right? Jesus, on his famous Sermon of the Mount, said, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Paul tells us in Ephesians, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And of course, God's second greatest commandment, Love our neighbors as we love ourselves, and everyone we come across in this world is our neighbor. We're already called to be a light for others, but what a moment in time if we can let our light shine brighter than ever right here, right now. Today, when so many feel overcome and helpless because of the negative thoughts and negative feelings that they are experiencing, Think of the impact that could have on those close to you. Think of the testimony that could provide to non-believers or those with a weak faith. Think of the impact that could have on you, knowing you're capable of doing this, of being that person. Even when our society seems to be at such a low point. Now here's the thing. We've all lived through this pandemic. We've all felt anxiety from certain aspects of it. We've all had our share of difficulties, hardships, and struggles that it's brought into our lives. We probably know people who passed away from it. So the question is, how can we do this? How can we be the light when we're facing those same stressors that's making everyone else go crazy? You might be thinking, yeah, this sounds great, but how am I supposed to be the light when I need someone to be the light for me? Here's today's one thing. There's never been a time in my life when I've seen a need for us to be the light for others more than right now. No matter where we are today, if we live an intentional, purposeful life through God's truths, we can provide that light for others. So you might be thinking, that sounds great, and I want to be the light, but something seems to be holding me back. How can I be this person when I'm dealing with struggles of my own? First, we have to embrace and accept the gift God gave each of us of true emotional adulthood. God gave us a prefrontal cortex that we can use to think thoughts that serve us and to feel feelings that do the same. Our thoughts and feelings are 100% completely under our control, no matter what's going on in our world and no matter what someone is saying or doing to us. Now, I want to explain this to you, my friends, because this is not what the world teaches us. The world teaches us that it's our circumstances that cause us to think and feel a certain way, right? The world teaches us it's how other people treat us that causes us to feel bad. The world teaches us we should feel bad because of this pandemic. We should feel bad 
because of all the death it's caused. We should feel bad because everyone else is angry and upset. That's the world's teaching, but it's not God's truth. God's truth is we have the power to think and feel however we want. God's truth is that everything in our life flows from our heart, our thoughts, and our feelings, and we have full control over those. Think about Jesus in his time of persecution. Did he blame others? No, he forgave them because they didn't know what they were doing. Paul tells us that he is able to be happy and feel blessed in any circumstance. This is God's truth for our human life. We will face pain and suffering, but we have full control over how we think, feel, and respond to that pain and suffering. And understand, I'm not saying we should be happy about people dying from COVID. Like I said before, all of us probably know someone who has, who has and it might be someone really close to us. Of course, we should be sad about it, but that sadness doesn't have to turn into anger. That sadness doesn't have to completely take overtake our lives and keep us stuck. It can only do that if we decide to allow that to happen. Second, we have to be focused on living an intentional, purposeful life. Again, we do that by activating the power of our prefrontal cortex, the rational part of our brain, that we can use to make plans, solve problems, and take the steps needed to be the light for others. We can't just let our default mind guide the actions we take every day and expect much more than doing the minimal amount needed to care for to take care of ourselves and those close to us. Your default mind will help you check the to-dos you feel like you have to do off your list, but not much more than that. To be a true light for others, you're going to have to show up with intention and purpose. It's not just going to happen by accident or by default. And you know what? Part of living an intentional life means taking care of ourselves. All aspects of our well-being are so closely connected, so we need to take care of our mental, emotional, and our physical health. So much attention is focused on our physical health that many of you have probably never done anything specific on the mental and emotional front before. That lack of minding those areas appears to be one of the big drivers of this violence and aggression that we're currently seeing. What are you focusing your brain on? Are you connecting to God and his truths on the daily as your life is happening? Are you aware of the thoughts you are having and what they are creating in your life? Are you aware of and allowing your feelings? Are you getting seven to nine hours of quality sleep? Are you fueling your body with God-made healthy foods? Are you moving your body intentionally? God made all of these things important to our human form. If we're ignoring or not minding any of these areas, it's going to have a very direct impact on the rest of our life. This is the oxygen mask theory that we've all heard, right? We can't be a light for others if we're not able to be a light to ourselves. We can't help others if we can't help ourselves. 
We can't be a light for others if we're always feeling bad and then having more bad feelings about feeling bad. It's through using the amazing gift God gave us, our rational brain, that we can make all of this a priority in our life. God gave us the amazing ability to be the watcher of our thoughts and to choose what thoughts we want to have, thoughts that serve us, that serve God, and serve what we want to do in our life. And by having that ability to control our thoughts, that means we also have the ability to control our feelings because God's model shows us that our thoughts cause our feelings. And if we have full control of both our thoughts and our feelings, if we're practicing true emotional adulthood, then we can also control our actions because our feelings drive our actions. And that means by implementing this intentionally in our lives, we can be the light for others. Think about how you respond, how you treat others when you're feeling great versus when you're feeling down or feeling sorry for yourself. One of the best ways to be a light for others is just through simple acts of kindness. They are free. They're simple. They're always welcomed and they never fail to bring a little bit more light to someone's day. Simply going out of your way to smile and say hi holding the door open for someone, connecting with friends and family, especially those you haven't seen or talked to for a while, randomly texting others to check in and see how they're doing, writing a note card, paying for someone else's coffee or lunch or gas. All doing these things takes is some time and intention in your life. Most of them require no money and most don't even require much time. What if you're hearing this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, I want to be this light for others, but I just can't right now because I'm not in a great place myself. Here's my advice for you. Plug into God's truths and his wisdom. God tells us that his word, all of the Bible, is God-breathed, is God-inspired. It's the greatest self-help book ever created. It's the New York Times bestseller every single year. That's why they don't include it. Speaking of light, listen to this scripture in Psalms about God's truths. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Start with your thoughts. Remember, his word tells us the course of our entire human life flows from our thoughts. He tells us This is exactly how he made us. Start by truly taking care of yourself, all of you. And as you start doing that, you will start feeling more inspired to reach out, connect, and be the light for others. Understand, you're not going to be able to be the light for others if you're constantly feeling bad and experiencing negative emotions. Doing that will be exhausting. It won't come from a place of love and authenticity, and you won't be able to keep doing it. There's a verse in Proverbs that says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. And start small. Don't feel like you need to change someone's world to be their light. 
by doing the small simple things you are actually changing their world whether they they realize it or not and at the same time you're also helping change yours listen to god's truth on this kind words are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body and your own soul is nourished when you are kind but you destroy yourself when you are cruel now go out there and be the light for yourself first if you need to, and then someone else. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.